Good evening, godless sodomites. Welcome to the excommunication station. I am your host, Chaz. I'm joined, as always, with Chrissy and Donovan. And we have some special, special guests with us today. And Donovan, would you like to introduce our friends? You're the one uh, who introduced yes. them to me. <laughs> so I started following these guys a while back uh, when it was just one of them. when it was still How the Sausage is Made. And I found one of their TikToks where he was talking about uh, being a youth pastor and like being sent out as a feeler in the pews. And that was right when we were talking about stuff like that. And it was like, <sighs> kismet. I was like, oh, shit, I got to reach out to these people. And I did, but then I stopped using TikTok like a dummy because, you know, I was just stupid. But then I reached out again, and these guys were just getting bigger and bigger. And I was like, oh, man, they're not going to think about me anymore. But thankfully, I got a hold of them again. <laughs> and this is them. Your uh, channel's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, Hilarious. They are the uh, – are do you guys still go by the original Sinfluencer? Yeah, that's it. Thank you for that. That was all okay, nice, great. very nice things. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. It was – yeah. The, I've been following you guys for a bit, and – Every time I watch you, I actually joined one of your lives a couple of days ago, uh, dude, and you were just tuning your guitar and you were like about to like record some stuff. But I was on my personal account and I was like, hey, man, I can't wait to talk about Music Friday. And then you were like, yeah, excited. I was like, oh, shit, this is my. <laughs> He's like, probably like, I don't know who the fuck this is. You know what? <laughs> what are we doing? You know what that was? That was me going like, oh, fuck. I think I may, may have double booked myself. Like, that, like it was like, yeah. I completely believed you as a stranger on the internet. No, no, over no. my own fucking uh, no, self, right. so. <laughs> no, no, I just, I didn't want to confuse you. And honestly, my thought went to, I hope I didn't really confuse this fucking dude. And <laughs> I did. So I apologize. I'm, perpe- yeah, I'm perpetually confused. confused. Yeah. We don't try. Google Calendar either. Like I swear they change that oh, every yeah. week. <laughs> so the original influence are, uh, if I get the names wrong, please. Uh, Tristan and mm-hmm. Sage. That's our characters' names. Okay. Okay. We'll I'm go Joshua, and this, okay, this is Presley. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot going Josh- on. Oh, here. There's a lot. Sage, I like it. This is yeah. Yeah, and that's Bogey. He's always he doesn't he's have still, an alter ego. He doesn't ego. have a stage name. It's too inauthentic for him. Oh yeah, man! He well, when he one. yeah, okay. when he finally deconstructs, maybe he'll get a you different name. Give him a really metal biblical <laughs> one like Legion. <laughs> <laughs> Beelzebub. Damien. Calvary. There you go. Yeah. Calvary. Oh god. Calvary. <laughs> Golgotha. Oh, well, only we think this is funny. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much the podcast yeah 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 pretty much yeah. Uh, but with that we're gonna catch up on our uh, buddy joshua harris in our segment what is josh harris up to now why is josh harris still out out in public he's a liar I don't know if you, are you guys up with Josh Harris of what he's up to? Well, yeah. Can I ask a question? Absolutely. Like, in, is this a safe place? Oh yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. Do we like Josh Harris? We do not fucking okay, like Josh Harris. I whatsoever. fucking hate him. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> like, I was so afraid. Oh, I'm clipping. No, the no, 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 no. I was so afraid, like y'all had like a connection with him, and we were about to nope. do like a segment for. Uh, okay, cool. We're all blocked. No, you should no, listen uh, to the series we did on on them. Uh, Chaz like calls out abuse in the church and interviews a survivor. Uh, yeah, we don't. 
like him. Yeah, I I do not like Josh Harris. No. Uh, long story short is that uh, on top of all the purity stuff and everything, um, uh, before he deconstructed, uh, he oversaw a church that was uh, had a lot of sexual abuse going on inside of it, and he helped cover it up. Um, and then once it went to trial, uh, there was a uh, it got thrown out because of statute of limitations and he could have gotten in trouble for conspiracy. Um, but then he just went to Canada and then deconstructed yeah. and is now. Who he is now. So, yeah, fuck yeah. that guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of one of the reasons why we do this is because not everybody knows that. Yeah, so. we gotta keep that shit and relevant. One of, yeah, <laughs> yeah. One of our one of our earliest followers uh, and listeners she went to his church and she is part of that whole thing. So, um, yeah, so, but, uh, I'm going to share the screen right now. If you guys don't mind really quick, there's nothing weird. Uh, You know, the other reason I think we keep, we keep up with the Josh Harris is, uh, because we're all just petty enough to be like, Oh yeah. (laughs) I got to keep fucking with this guy because yeah, totally. He deserves Um, it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh Josh Harris uh posted this to his Instagram. I know it's a visual medium, so it's it's it works great. Uh it's the Pam Beasley meme where she's holding up two pictures and one says deconstruction, one says dis disentangling, and it says corporate needs you to find the difference between these pictures, and she says it's the same picture. And underneath Josh Harris says it takes a lot of courage to challenge the standards of our of your family and church. And then gives a uh, an at uh, Ginger Vololo. I don't oh, know. She's from I, the Duggar family. Yes, she is. Uh, I applaud her for sharing her your your story. There will always be people who say you've gone too far or not far enough in your questioning. Just you, just do you and be free. And then uh, he links to her page, uh, and you can go here. And she's on the New York Times talking about. Uh, the difference between deconstructing deconstructing and disentangling um so first off i'd like to ask you guys do you feel there is a difference i don't know if we can give a definition to disentangling i guess the miss duggar is putting it as basically a clump of putty in your hair that you have to get out um so do you see a difference? Because Josh Harris doesn't. Do you see a difference between deconstructioning? Oh my god, deconstructing and disentangling. I, I think it's just their way of uh kind of taking it back so you can still be a Christian and do what we're doing, I guess. That's the only way I can see it as it being a difference. Yeah, it seems like a whole church rebranding kind That's of thing. Fucking right? It's got a little all lives matter. Oh <laughs> yes. That's, oh, yeah. that's exactly know? it. They like to uh they like to identify uh, like a current, well, maybe like a four-year-old thing, mm. yeah. and then jump on the very back of the bandwagon and be like, "Oh yeah, no." Uh, what is it? He gets us. Jesus was yeah. canceled. Yeah. yeah. Twenty-three. <laughs> like, please stop. It's the church appropriating. It's what it does best. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I I feel like what we do with deconstructing, um, if that's I don't even like using that term, yeah. but I I know a ton of people do, um that's basically just kind of getting yourself the fuck out of there and trying to relearn a lot of the stuff that you weren't taught or that you had inside of you that you're trying to, you know, recontextualize and figure out way through life. Yeah. Disentangling here seems like you're still living in it. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. 
I think, I mean, if you follow the metaphor that she's trying to use of, okay, methodically working a club of hardened putty out of a healthy head of hair, dude, I would just cut it out. It's just healthier for your hair just to cut it out, right? But they don't want to do that. They want to keep their damaged, fucked up hair that's going to stick together for the rest of their lives. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Maybe, Maybe deconstructing is like the head shave and detangling is like the fucking wig. Hell yeah. I don't know. I thought you were going to say detangling is the peanut butter. And I was going to be like, tell me more. (laughs) It's like real tattoos and fucking fake tattoos. (laughs) Yes. Detangling also makes me think that it was once not tangled, you know? Mm. And so then it makes me think, like, what? Why did it become tangled in the first place? Like, why are we dealing with this problem already? Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, it seems like a little unnecessary, if you ask me. (laughs) Right. If I also feel like if you're gonna detangle it, you're just gonna end up back in another ball of tangles. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah. it's endless. But you'll be in the environment to get it detangled again, so it's all good, bro. It's kind of like yeah, going absolutely. through a bunch of XLR cables, and one of them works. One of them. I just don't know which one. I was literally going to make that exact same metaphor because of a box of them up here, and I, but I didn't because I was like, I'm not going to do it. Thank but you'll you. never let them go because one day you're going to get your soldering iron out, dude. You yeah. are. I have, a bus, I have an I amp on top it. of a busted amp right here because of that. I totally understand. Oh, yeah, you're going to get your multimeter out, and you're going to find that cold joint. Any day now. And Jesus is the multimeter. Oh. <laughs> old, and that is at least the multimeter isn't your penis. He's always killing us. <laughs> yeah. Another thing with, with Joshua Harris that aggravates me is that he's he does a uh he does this networking thing that never ends where he doesn't know someone and then he'll just he'll constantly at them Mm. until you know they become part of his network um he goes to places and like he'll shout them out try to just to get more followers to get more of this more of that and none of it seems sincere um and this leads me to believe that he has no idea what deconstruction is Mm. if he's equating the two um so yeah yeah, that's and it also like totally just invalidates everyone else who has found meaning in deconstruction or like even if that's not really the word that they end up hooking themselves into for the rest of their lives at least for right now it's fitting Mm. um i guess a void or at least like creating a description of what they're going through and so it really just says like oh no that's not this it's this yeah it's just like more manipulation that we all understand and have gone through but sorry. Yeah, and I'm. Oh, you're good. I, no, go ahead. I was no. just gonna say, like, I, y'all are getting deep. This is shallow water shit right here. But like, I, <laughs> I forgot about. Not true. I forgot about him. Honestly, like, mm-hmm. I kissed Josh Harris fucking goodbye. And yeah, and then I was listening to the rise and fall of Mars Hill, like yeah. that train wreck, that thing. And um, he was on there, right? Like he was, he, and I remember mm-hmm. going, oh, I still hate that fucking guy. <laughs> like just even <laughs> yeah. him, like talking, I was actually like going like, oh, he's deconstructing. Then I looked into it. Like I, I Googled it and did a, did a little research and I was like, oh yeah, he's, he's kind of like a, he's a bad dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
It's a yeah, fucking big grifter. time. Yeah. Yes, and they're still monetizing off of mm -hmm. people in the the Christian world. You know yep. what I mean? Yeah, that was a big thing because he was charging money for his deconstruction class cough, when cough, he first when he mad. first came oh, I out. I fucking hate when you yeah. do that, Chrissy. You're so in yeah, my head. So. <laughs> I was literally going yeah. to do it. <laughs> oh. uh, but with that, we're going to do the most important thing, and that is to pray. So hold the hand of the person next to you and bow your head. And if you're driving, let Jesus take the wheel. Is she lusting after I had a question, the first one that I wanted to to start off with, and it, it's kind of broad and it might take a while to answer, but um, can you explain worship music? Like, what is it? It's a certain, it, it's, it's a genre, yeah. and it makes billions of dollars a year, um, but I, I don't know if anybody can ever, has ever, ever explained it to me. And I know that not of our, all of our listeners are Christian and have gone to evangelical or, or charismatic church, but could you explain I it to us? Term, charismatic. Yeah. <clears throat> do you want like what Christians think worship is, or do you want like my jaded, our jaded, like cynical? Here's what it is. Can we have both? I will take yes, both. Both. Uh, all right. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's unanimous. Of course Hell we want yeah. both. That's what we usually do on here. We talk about how we felt about it and everything, and then we just say, fuck it, and rip it apart. So let's do that. Yeah. I mean, and the, the two explanations are going to bleed into each other. Because I had a problem with worship when I was leading worship. Like, I, I never I, – I never – it never sat right with me. It always felt weird. But, um, you know, I think that in the church, worship is a tool – you know, used by believers to connect with God. 
Right. And mm-hmm. a lot of Christians would say it's probably their closest connection with God. Um, and I, I mean, I heard that as a worship pastor all the time. Yeah. People would come up to me and be like, it's worship that keeps me so connected with God. Right. I had never oh. have thought about that. And you just blew my mind. Oh, really? Wow. Seriously, okay. I did not. I never connected that. But you're absolutely right. Like all of the big spiritual moments that yeah. I had in the church were yeah. always because of songs. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. I would have thought prayer, but like thinking of it in that terms, like, yeah, I, I actually, it makes a lot of sense now. It's a really, it is a really powerful yeah. connection. And I, I've actually, I've, I've, I've tried to unpack this a little bit before, but it's so, it's the weirdest intimacy to worship because it is like, it, and I'm not even trying to be crass when I say this, but it's like up to the line of like, you're sleeping in bed with God. You know, it's a, bizarre, oh, yeah. it's a bizarre, um, interaction it's like you're trying to get as intimate as possible with god without putting it in you're just going to third base with god (laughs) i think you could i think they also soak like the mormons do yes the mormons learned it from somebody that's when you're probably god deep into had i known about soaking when i was in high school i would have been a soakaholic like that that would have been the answer to so many problems Would have saved a lot of rug burn. That's all I gotta yeah, say. Far less cheap. <laughs> um, you know, so it's this tool. It's this tool that people use in the church um, to connect with God. Um, from the other side of it, from the church's side. Can, of, oh, go ahead. What's the? What would you say the difference between that and? Because I went to two. I went to a number of different churches, but the first church I went to, and I think Donovan went to that kind, was where we just sang yeah. hymns. Yeah. We, we sang from a hymn book. We had an organ or, or a piano, and that was it. And then I went to another church where it was like like what you're saying when it comes to worship. Mm-hmm. So what's the difference between those two? Because when you say worship music, somebody might think of just somebody singing holy, holy, holy. <laughs> yeah, that's a really, you know, it's a great question. I, I spent my first couple years inside a small Presbyterian church. What do okay. you think? I mean – what do you think about what the answer to that question? Like what, what about the hymns and all that? It's got to be complex, right? It's got to be like asking what's the difference between Christian and Catholic. But I think because, there's still a connection though. Oh, I totally. do. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, I got, I do, I still love so many um, of the hymns being a music major and like going to a private Christian university, singing in the choir and like, literally mm-hmm. learning it's it's the composers and like the situation they were in that brings to it like handles messiah yeah. like <clears throat> writing that so quickly and so immediate is is really like a miracle if that is really exactly what happened which it seems that way mm-hmm. and it's an incredible mm-hmm. masterpiece so it's not even necessarily the the music but I guess it could be similar to like you don't have to know anything about art to look at a painting from like the 14th century and be like taken aback by it because you're just like wow mm-hmm. this is a pure example of time existing before me and mm-hmm. now and after mm-hmm. so for me it was always the connection between who wrote it like the situation what was going on the context so to speak mm-hmm. um <clears throat> but then like with the hymns like at least like they included more of the verse 
because then to me the difference is when we start going into like contemporary churches the larger churches not even like the lights and the fog machine and the <laughs> slides but like maranatha but basically type. like you just take less and less of the actual bible and then you just create a tag that's relevant yeah that's like a summary okay. of the bible whereas the hymns like at least are gonna include like yeah quite a few verses you know what i mean yeah that's a, yeah, so that's, that's a good like point. one yeah. tangible I, difference. I think the hymns hung on a little longer than they should have too. Like, <laughs> like because they were all these old like bar songs, right? That Hell were like yeah. taken. Yeah, you know. So like that's the other. Yeah, totally and, and so a lot of people have this like nostalgia. Like I feel like the the love of hymns. Sometimes I'm like, is it just because they liked the best of the worst? Like what you know, like it's what? Kind of, <laughs> like, but honestly, it's kind of like Christmas music, just having that forty sound. Like it's true. It, it yeah. does draw you back to to something, and that's music, right? Absolutely. So, and that, that would be mm -hmm. my 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 point. My cynical, I'm outside of the church point, is that music is fucking powerful. I mean, oh, we yeah. all know that. We that's why there's so much of it. So many different shades of music. You know what I mean? Like, and and the church knows how to 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 play on that. We recently watched Hillsong just to see if, cause I used to like dream about like, if I ever was like in Hillsong, that would be so fucking cool. You know what I mean? Like, but <laughs> yeah. I also hated it yeah. too. It was like a weird, it's a weird thing, but, um, but we were watching it and they are the best. They are the absolute best at manipulating you. Like, I mean, they are doing the same trick over and over. What are the tricks? The tricks are, it's a, Okay, it's a build. Oh, I'm so I mean, about this question. it is. A, <laughs> I'm so stoked too. I'm seriously. It's like, I'm like a dog ready. Like you said, W A L K, and I'm like, let's go. You've got the leash. Hell yes, ready. Let's go. It is a minor chord that that immediately just tugs on Emotion. the heartstrings just, yes. and the emotions. Um, and also a minor triad, right? Like as if you just like put. And the relative major below it, mm. it's a, a major seventh chord. And that major seventh chord already has that, like, that Christmas feeling. It's yeah. part of what, not a dom, or a dominant seven, but like a major seven, like a third and second fret. I don't understand music like she does. <laughs> I, I, I don't, uh, uh, yeah, this is French. Yeah. <laughs> well, so that's another thing I was going to ask you guys about later on is because I saw that you said you taught yourself, and now I know that you're a music major. That's so fucking dope because I taught myself too, and I've never actually spoke to anyone about like music things like you just said. So that's so cool to hear those dynamics. I definitely would like to hear more about that later. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm thanks, stoked yeah. to talk about it because I was going <laughs> to talk about the whole like the plagal cadence, like. In classical music, we literally learn an amen cadence and a cadence meaning not like at, like it basically is like different kinds of endings. Yeah. And a plagal cadence and amen cadence is literally hanging on like the four and then resolving to the one. Like it's literally, we're going to hold that tension. Oh my it's going to make you feel yeah. uncomfortable until literally we get it back. Like you can literally find the scientific frequencies yeah. aligning yeah. from the four. Like it's just a pull and then it comes back. Doesn't it all Ghost do they, does that a lot? Do they, they study that? Like, like. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead no, I was just saying no, the band Ghost does ghost? that a lot, don't they? <laughs> yes. Well, I'm not gonna lie. I thought you were talking about real ghosts, and I was like, I. Ghosts, they do do that. Ghosts are very. I known. didn't know. I, didn't go, know. I was gonna be yeah. ghosts. Like. That. 
Um, I we've we've started looking into this a lot more because we want it. We sometimes we feel really dumb and don't know how to talk about this stuff. Like where we're like, because we're always like, someone's gonna fucking prove us wrong, right? Like that just that's the fear that lives in the back of my head. But um, that's just a sign that you don't like. You're not full of yourself. That's a good sign. That's like you're. That's the anti Kanye sign. You're good. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. But like we music, if you for me, if I were to break down what I think music is like and what makes me want to listen to music like it's a drug is that it creates tension in my body and then it creates release in my body. And that's why I Mm -hmm. love music and that's why I'm drawn to it. Um, Now. I can listen to longer songs. I have the patience for it. I love like a good seven, eight minute song and I love the twists and turns it'll take me in. Um, most people don't. That's why we've heard like music on the radio get a lot shorter and, um, mm-hmm. and it's always changing because people's like they, their attention span has changed and changed so much. So how do you create that tension and release? Now you have to create parts of songs and that's what worship music is. Mm-hmm. Truly, if you break down like the, modern when i'm talking modern worship music like the hill song it is usually three sections it's a verse it's a uh, chorus and then it's a bridge and slash tag yeah slash tag and all of these things um are strategic it's all you know it's like we're gonna do we're gonna build the tension here but not so much where we redline people and they're they're burnt out on Mm -hmm. by the end and and what it is it, it is that it is like a tickling of that red line for, you know, however, yeah, it's totally edging. It's like a Hallmark movie. Like they have, (laughs) they have the formula to create the, the feelings and then you cry at the end. Yeah. We're able to do it really quickly. And that's not to be like, braggadocious but it's like that's not we're not getting paid to do this we, we yeah. clearly have to be able to function outside yeah. of this so like mm-hmm. it has to be done quickly but yeah. um like even the other thing on a just like i guess on a human level the very first thing we hear do we do you know what the very first thing you hear in the womb is always heartbeat. the heartbeat right and if you go to a church i was gonna say my stepfather yelling <laughs> at me, he wasn't around yet so well, <laughs> Okay, no. Um, you just said a lot. We'll stay after for prayer time um, for those of us that have extra sin. Um, no, but what I was going to say is that, like, being a sound engineer um, for different churches, just like so many churches, like, it's always building up that, that big bass sound. And any, like, worship music or anywhere, there's either, like, a low synth or even, like, an organ, like, uh. something low that you can feel in your chest mm-hmm. like is always incorporated in some sort of movement because you're literally feeling it in your conscious and it's bringing you back to being a baby in a womb totally the church that i was a part of had nine subwoofers across the Jesus whole bottom Christ. of the stage like massive subs and this is wow true, the first time i came back i had gone when like it was a totally different place and so when i came back i mm-hmm. was like what the heck and i literally just spent the entire message counting the subs and all of That's the speakers <laughs> and i was multiplying it and i was like this is millions of dollars <laughs> yeah it's a lot yeah yeah but it's all designed to evoke that emotion in you like you feel it like it in it and 
the what it boils down to in my jaded opinion honestly <clears throat> people can't connect with god because like i don't think that that god that they're trying to connect to really exists and so mm-hmm. yeah um you have to do things like bring in fog machines and bring in projectors and bring in lights and create these tension builds that release and it's phony music and that's god and it's got to be appealing for other people like with social media and yeah. just friends and yeah, I, yeah and it's I weird that, yeah. i've done both i've done um like i've toured professionally in like a secular band and played in front of a lot of people mm-hmm. and and that that is incredible like it is really really fun it's nothing like the high that you experience leading worship in front of a couple thousand people i, I mean imagine. that wow that is it's like a drug i mean having people like and because the whole thing about worship music in these more modern churches is to is the sing-along right and if you're a hardcore kid or like a punk rock kid you know how powerful the sing-along is like it is it is it's everything um and Mm -hmm. worship music which i think totally ripped off hardcore music like because the breakdown in hardcore music, right? <laughs> Worship picked up the breakdown, yeah. yeah. You know, but it's it's um, yeah. It's I to- well as as a worship leader, were there ever times, or or do you know if there's cues that you give to like the the pastor or the pastor will give to you that'll tell you to keep going longer or you need to wrap manipulate up, this more to get more. This one's not biting. Or you, I need to get up here to feed into this energy. Like I, I, yeah, I just, I remember seeing it in something and I meant to write it down, but there was where the one, the one pastor would use a different term to tell the person to keep going and, or they would yell or stomp their foot. Was there anything like that that would ever go on behind that? Okay, you're shaking your head. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, there was a bunch of different and cues. All, di- all different pastors, like, because we've wow. had, like, in our own, like, uh, experiences, I've had, like, completely scripted to, like, pause, like, pauses added oh, to, like, take a breath here. <clears throat> to, so, like, like super duper stage pause. managed. Oh, yeah, totally. Like, an orange highlighter means this, a yellow highlighter means this, green means this. Like here's like yeah. we need to choose between this slide and this slide. Um, it feels like choosing between cream and eggshell sometimes. Sounds um, like a business. <laughs> we would there would be a meeting. Oh uh, my god! Uh, if there would be a meeting, if you went like thirty seconds over your slot in a, in an element in the service, and the services could go longer wow. than sixty three minutes. But I've also had oh, worship shit. pastors be like, "I feel the Lord calling," and starts leading an entirely different <clears throat> song that I'm like trying to find on a separate hard drive to like put into Pro Presenter to then project and like jump to, <laughs> and I I'm like. Yeah, God may have or like come to you in that moment, but he didn't come to me. <laughs> text could have fixed this whole fucking situation. Yeah, oh, like right. you could have just said, Hey, put this in a back. I was like literally any song. I was that guy. Chosen. I was that guy. I did that all the fucking time. <laughs> and but that's what it is. And it's then, a battle between like And if you guys get the lyrics wrong, I'm like, what is the new hope on Oh, there's this battle between the it was always this battle between myself and the senior pastor of like who's god speaking to more because i could be like well god's speaking to me in worship and saying like we're feeling it 
and we need to keep engaging, right? And then he's like, well, but mm-hmm. God was speaking to me last week when I was writing this message. And like, how, how do you reconcile? Well, God was you know? at yeah. my house last yeah. night, so I got last say. <laughs> Uh, i can give you i'll give you an answer to that you have the worship pastor and the head pastor be the same person because i went to a pentecostal church once and that was the case and you never knew how long church service was going to last but then the worship part of it might be two hours long and just like they just keep flowing in and out of it and then it'll turn into the message and then you're still worshiping at the same time. It's a really weird thing, but like just hearing you tell me that like shows like how manipulative the, your, or just how, or inorganic some of the worship can be of like where it doesn't like things. I understand you want to get people out on time, but like if your true voices that you're saying that the Lord moves through worship, there shouldn't be really a time clock on that, really. Should there be? Well, know. It, you know, and the conversation was always um, there are people in the congregation who connect with worship and there are people who don't connect with worship. <laughs> so we have to honor both. Or <laughs> I remember thinking that it was like our sacrificial job to eliminate distractions so that the Holy Spirit could have its way. Wow. And so the more, and I really, really, so like the thing is, is it's hard because like you hear, you know, people come after us, they're like, you're backsliders, you're, or you were never believers. And it's like, no, I really did believe, which is why it's so hard for me to look back and be like, even if I didn't mean to be manipulative, like I was part of it and I'm okay with owning that so then I can heal and then be there for other people. But um, that mm-hmm. is the thing is like, we, I really was like, yeah, I'm it's my job to be a servant for y'all up on stage and create like the greatest temple that I can for us to worship in. Like <laughs> we're supposed to have gold statues, so we're going to have kick ass lights like that. <laughs> yeah, I remember I had I went to one like weird, like little mega church that was in West Virginia. It was called the living room and it was literally an old furniture store that was turned into a mega church. So it was like, we're cool. We got puns. And like the guy was like, the priest had like fucking, the pastor had like fucking three planes. And he did this sermon about how we had to get rid of our like earthly possessions to the Lord. He's like, I even sold one of my planes. And we're just like, what the fuck is going on right now? Like we were in West Virginia. (laughs) Instead of Tupperware. (laughs) Oh my, you're so ungrateful. Did you not hear? He sold one of his planes. One of them. So fucking crazy. Uh, You know, there's this church. This made me think of this for some reason, the ridiculousness of worship music and all this. There's a church um, in California that I think it's called North coast. I could be wrong, but it's, it's totally California (laughs) church, right? But this church, and I I had a friend who worked at this church, but this church, um, my church wanted to be this church at one point in time. Like, so we went and visited it. We would do this. We would go visit other churches to see what they're doing. That sounds and, like bring it on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking clovers of the Taurus. <laughs> you guys have worship battles like out on the street. I, I have a story about that, but we went, we went down to this church and this church is ridiculous. They are huge. It is like a mall. It is like a mall of, of, one big church and then a lot of little churches because (laughs) they basically created and it's all one property, but they created churches that do different services for different styles of music. Get 
So, so the cool. pastor pipes in his message <laughs> on screen to every one of these that it's on the same campus, but one's like rock church and one's oh. like hymn church and one's like acoustic bagel church. Like, I'm not kidding. It's I'm a fucking thing. <laughs> yes, gotcha. Oh my gosh. Oh my it's God. like the sharks and the jets. Imagine. <laughs> So we're all so the message was all the same. It was message was all the different? same. They they had like Wait, a, a like campus. Yes, it was a video screen. They had they had a campus pastor who was over that. I just gotta there, know what this pastor looked like. There was multiple. Were they of racially them. ambiguous? Um, oh, there's multiple. Were there women? Well, oh no, I don't think so. But oh, he no. he looked, not a woman. <laughs> he looked like a football player. He kind of he wore like affliction shirts or like ah um, uh, yeah that makes sense. Rock and oh, well, of course rock he didn't have to say that. Shirts. I knew that already. From <laughs> How was his hair? <laughs> I mean, it wasn't standing out. I couldn't Spiky. see it over the loudness his of his shirt. Ring. <laughs> I can hear his freaking carabiner. <laughs> so I assume at some point you guys uh, hit a point where the emotion that you got from worship, you felt maybe at a different venue, like a different music style, or you went to a show or a concert and like maybe equated the same emotional level that you got. I, I know that's what happened to me um, and kind of opened my eyes to worship and stuff like hardcore and punk. But did you guys have that moment? And if you did, when did it happen and where? I did not because I was always like I was not a because I always grew up culturally Buddhist and like in my family and stuff so I always I am grateful for this that I never was like here's one religion and like it's better than Mm -hmm. all the rest I'm not saying that's how everyone learns it but this is the example we're going with and so Mm -hmm. I always was always moved by music and like musical theater and art like any of that would make me have an emotional response so when I had that in a church setting is when I felt like, oh, maybe it's God who was like speaking to me through music whole time. Oh, okay. Hmm. Well, yeah. okay. Wow. That's a different way of looking at it. I didn't yeah, even wow. thought of it that way. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I... No, that's, all, yeah. that's awesome. No, I, I can like, I'd like to work on that. Like, how did you come out of that? Like what, and we'll get to you in a second, but I want to hear more about this. Yeah, how did I get out of it? Well, I just... Or maybe you're still in it. I don't, no, I don't know. No, I mean, what, what... like, I mean, I think music is just part of our universe and just our world and our way of communicating mm-hmm. and expressing ourselves. So it always was and always is and always will be. But um, I guess I just don't have this fear in me anymore of like, if I don't do this, or if I think this way, or if I do this, or if I don't do this, then I'm going to hell or I'm like sinning or like all of these things like that just being removed from me mm-hmm. has just allowed me to just enjoy the music. And I don't even need to think about the why behind it. I just, it just is now. Mm. So I, I feel like my word yeah. is, and it's not the, I'm not the first person to use this at all, but it's like, I'm not a detangling or deconstruction, but just an enlightenment, like just every day trying to be enlightened to mm. something. And if it's, that's awesome. amazing. That. that sounds really freeing. It, and it, I get to watch I have her not live always it. Been it's this incredible. Way. Like, I think I used awesome. to like stay up until like 
I used to like legitimately stay up to like four in the morning, like panic cleaning, like really bad anxiety, like mm-hmm. borderline mm-hmm. OCD, like just does not make sense type of stuff. Like I, I won't write an essay, but mm-hmm. I'll like clean the gutters of my like house. <laughs> you know what I mean? We, we, or, yes. Yeah. We yeah. call it's, that productive procrastination. Yes, uh, like yeah. It's like, Oh, no, I, I didn't work on my thesis, but I look what I did. I color organized the garage. my post Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I should add in here that that Chrissy is a trained therapist, so we oh, okay. she's Wait, part of the reason that she's on this podcast. Yeah. Oh, it's productive. Or am I wrong, Chrissy? <laughs> She's like, I can neither there. confirm nor deny or diagnose or give it's... any sort of yes. advice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> No, let's no. go. Let's fucking do she it. Just, Hold no. on, let me record you saying yeah. it this time. <laughs> let's all recline our chairs a little bit. She, <laughs> she makes sure that what we say isn't well, off the beat, isn't really <laughs> off the path. So, I need one of those uh, in my life. What, what a, <laughs> for for Tristan? What about you? Did did you ever hit the point where you realized the emotion that you were getting, or the the fulfillment you were getting from music at the church? could be had somewhere else yeah so mine is very different so Mm -hmm. i i i kind of threw myself into church and so um i was i was into like punk rock and metal and hardcore Mm -hmm. um kind of at the same time i was going into the church and so um church Mm -hmm. culture was always super nerdy to me like i i never connected with it um it always felt like something I had to do and had to be a part of. And I will say, cause I believed, I, I actually really believed like me, the worship music was like helping heal people. And even for me mm-hmm. in it, because it's, it is really, it is powerful. Like it is a, like it's undeniably powerful. I, I, I still hold on to healing moments that I've had with the music. Yeah. And I, I don't think it's necessarily what we're doing with God. It's just, we're opening ourselves up in a way that's really freeing. Music does that. Like music is so powerful. So Mm -hmm. I like that aspect of worship. Um, if you were to go to my church, you'd realize there's a small handful of songs that I actually did because I like, hated all the worship music that was out there um oddly enough i could probably like play you any 90s like worship song or 90s 2000 worship song that you like throw out or at least you know five out of ten of them all i'll be able to play and know by heart or rihanna is though um but I, I I feel it's true we all resent all of the church knowledge we have that supplants knowledge of things that would actually be useful like no one else gets it. Taxes. I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I know biblical maps. Like people know biblical <laughs> maps. That's actually so like, really cool, yeah. though. That's so rad. I recited all of Zacchaeus was a wee little man in my children yesterday for no fucking reason. So <laughs> you are a hero of the faith, my dude. <laughs> Just the fact that I've said the word Aramaic more times than I'd like to admit. <laughs> oh, we have a bunch of those words we've talked about a few times. That's oh. like a tribulation. That's mine. I, that one's oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I anytime somebody starts bringing up like Paulian, Paul, any sort of Paul stuff. Yeah. 
I tells me God. a lot about uh, about the greatest mm. man of the Bible. Cool. Never even oh. met Jesus, uh, but yeah, well, dude, yeah, no, 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 yeah, I knew him well. Knows so much, but never met him. But he did hear from a friend of a speaking friend of... from a friend. Of a friend. <laughs> well, speaking of Paul, do you guys find it easier to do? the songs that you do on uh new testament or old testament since there is such a drastic difference between the two (laughs) i mean the old testament is a lot more fun yeah um you know but isn't that easier easier. to kind of like it's kind of like you know the hard part is anytime we do like the the new testament stuff or like the red letter stuff people are like oh yeah i fucking believe that I'm like, <laughs> you know, what I mean? like, like, fuck, you're missing the point. And they're yeah, like, dude, like, this we, song's a bop. Yeah, I'm like, we, one of them was like, uh, like they're like, no, we're finding the point. <laughs> Do not be like, oh yeah, hypocrite. Yeah, yeah, when you For pray, they love to pray standing up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And people, people, are like, people are like, fucking uh, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, well, tell that to your fucking pastor on stage. I'm gonna bring up, I'm gonna bring up mixed fibers next. I should wear like a sweater yeah. with like that sweater I have with all the different patterns in it. I think you are probably right now. I mean, that's, that's life. <laughs> um, Do you guys ever have people using your songs as sounds like unironically? Well, you know, so not to take it like serious, there mm-hmm. there have been a few times and this is where it starts to feel a little icky right. because um, there was like a dude who like I, I remember seeing someone stitched it and this was like f- the first time we were ever really getting stitched and we're like, oh, my God, we're getting stitched. This is so cool. <laughs> and there's this guy and he's worshiping along, you know, to this women should be remain silent in churches. And he's like. You know, and oh, it, and he was like, it, it was doing it in jest, but it wasn't like in the, he wasn't like mocking the idea. You know what I mean? Um, and so mm-hmm. like that started to feel a little weird. And so we kind of made the decision, like, we're going to stay away from all the clobber passages and we're going to stay away from slavery. Um, Hi, unless it's no. talking <laughs> about like putting your daughter into slavery. That's cool. Um, I yeah. saw that one. These men have journeyed so far. (laughs) But yeah, so, so we're, you know, we're, we have to be careful with some of these that we do because when they're more absurd, they're easier because you just trust that like people aren't going to be like, yeah, I eat, you know, I'm a cannibal too. Like, this is my song. You know what I mean? Yeah. I dash the babies. Yeah. Yeah. I do it. Hell yeah. She's a part of a baby dashers and Nebraska. That's really awesome (laughs) well i was actually gonna ask both you guys uh you both you guys didn't go to church uh when you were younger right you guys came into the evangelical church later on in life right well i got i started off at like a private christian elementary school and then i got like i left there and then i didn't believe for a long time and then came back in like high school um, so gotcha. it's like young, okay. but then like old enough to be like, I feel like I really could have taken it one way or another, <laughs> you know, yeah. so, you went, to, you went to private yeah. Christian college yeah. too, right? Yes, I did. Those mm-hmm. are such formative years. I oh went to private God. Christian college too. And oh, I feel yeah. like had I not, I would not be so would I would have not been so entangled in the church? I don't know. I don't know what the opposite of disentangled is. 
Yeah, and then so many of my experiences were already, like, all of my, because it was in LA, and so all of my connections, like, just kept being people who were in the church, and it became, like, an easy, Mm. like, almost similar to, I don't know if y'all, like, basically, whenever I meet another Japanese person, it's immediately, like, bring it in, like, are you from Okinawa? Dope! Like, how's Obacha? You know what I mean? Like, it immediately brings us together, and so, like, that was an immediate end of like, oh, dude, you go to Foothill or like, oh, you go to blah, 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 you know, like, and it just made that connection even stronger mm-hmm. and just being hungry for wanting to be in the music industry for anything, like just made, kept me in it even longer too. And then like all of my experience was doing church media and doing pro presenter and slides and then the fogs and the lights and you just get deeper and deeper and deeper into it. And then you get afraid that your skills won't translate anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah, they 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 uh, they kind of depend on that becoming the case for a lot of people, unfortunately. Yes. They did a lot of us. Me. <laughs> yeah, they they totally did. There's no yeah. option outside of the church for for people like us. Mm. At least that's what we're called. What do you mean? There's, I I mean they're they're hiring praise worshippers like right <laughs> up the road from me for construction praise and everything. You know, right? Totally. <laughs> That was kind of my joke when yeah. I left the church. Yeah, I'd yeah. be like, hey, you got a job for me? I'll come lead worship at your fucking construction company. Like, dude. <laughs> we just finished up a series. Uh, the first episode came out already, but the second one uh, hasn't been out yet. But uh, we finished up a series on the He Gets Us campaign. Um, and as you write songs from the Bible, um, are there any stories that Jesus was involved in that you're like, that's really fucked up? Like, hmm. that's not like, I don't really act that way. Like I gave one example to, to both of these guys is that uh, when he was approached by the Canaanite woman and he called her a dog, um, never apologized for it. Never, you know, never said, no, you're beautiful yeah. in the Lord's eyes, you know, never t- scolded his disciples for telling her to leave, you know? And I'm like, yeah, I don't really get that. Because I would never do that. Like that's not something that that I oh. that I would do. Are there any stories like while going through it and doing these songs? It doesn't doesn't necessarily doesn't have to be Jesus, but that has uh, that have changed from your eyes from when you were when you were in the church. Yeah, I think Jesus. You know, I have or I had a complicated relationship with my parents mm-hmm. and my family growing up. Um, They were not believers and I judged them a lot for it. And Jesus and the way that he treated his parents and family um, kind of gave me a lot of fuel and ammunition in a way um, to hate my family or not not love them in a way that I should. Um, So I, I was actually thinking about that the other day and how damaging this, this idea of like, you know, hate your family or or even the way that I was allowed to digest that and Mm -hmm. interpret that verse. You know what I mean? Yeah. um, So yeah, I think that that's a little disappointed in uh, J man for that one. (laughs) You forgiving yourself. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Okay. Good. (laughs) Yeah. But it's a, it's a, it's a journey, right? Like I feel like I'm learning more things that I need to forgive myself for. And Mm -hmm. so um, it's continuous and I'm okay with that. I like that. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. I feel, I feel like that. What about you? Uh, Go ahead. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say we call those Danny Torrance moments. We're like, oh no, it's another thing to address in therapy. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Opening up the lock boxes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I have kids too. We have kids and it's like, it's all of us do. Yep. Yeah. That adds to it as well. Like you're like, Oh yeah. I was going to say like any of the verses that command, like whether it be literally or figuratively or metaphorically or spiritually, whatever, like this idea of loving God more than your children just doesn't seem like a godly fatherly like thing to say. Like there's absolutely no parent on this earth that is going to say, check, Sorry, sorry, Dylan. Like, screw your tennis lessons. Love God more. You, like, yeah. <laughs> I, and then, like, the story, I mean, of course, like, of Abraham, like, that yeah. never, ever been cool with me. It just, and I, that's yeah. for a lot of people. But no. it's anything that's, like, um, having to do with, with children. Like, I mean, stoning yeah. your son if he's, like, disobeying you. Yeah, and, yeah you know like allowing your daughters to be r-worded for Mm -hmm. you know strangers like and even if they're like oh it's it's like yes of course the cultural context matters of course which makes should make you be like even more like oh yeah okay and see why people have a problem with this like that's the thing that's always funny to me when people come after us for context i'm like yeah if we both read the same context like we should be getting to a similar place like i think you missed the back page oh yeah that's a great way you know what i mean i'm like did you flip the page over because there's like a whole backside dude i think (laughs) like that's how it feels i think you you sorry go go ahead no you're cool go ahead go go I was going to say you brought up the the Abraham and Isaac thing because Same way Donovan and I have both <laughs> experienced that uh where our my stepfather and his father uh threatened us yeah. with that passage constantly oh so yeah. we would That's behave Wow. Oh no! Uh, well, thank yeah, you, but yeah. this is something that happens in the evangel- evangelical church that uh, people don't talk about, no. or it doesn't you know you say it, and they're like, "Well, it doesn't happen." I'm like, "No, it does." Um, yeah. And then I found Donovan who had the same thing happen. It's to really him. weird. Like, Holy shit! It's weird you know? how so, similar a lot of the things we went through are. <laughs> We're like, "Was yeah?" Because he lived in Pennsylvania, yeah. I lived in Maryland. I was like, "It's very possible my father just had two lives." <laughs> So, so we come like, it's amazing the perspectives that I'm seeing just Absolutely. because of the way that Donovan and I were kind of raised uh, in that kind of like muck and mire of that. And you guys came in at certain times and kind of like, I don't know, skipped over that. You probably had different parents. It's not the same, but like, I'm, I'm learning so much from you guys Yeah, uh, from like wow. different perspectives that, I, that I'm taking from. Yeah. Uh, it's really, yeah. honestly too, I'll jump in with and piggyback on that and just say, it's really awesome to hear that. Cause like he's saying, that's the main reason I asked about you guys actually going at a younger age, because I've never heard the perspective really of coming in later in life, but still actually getting back out. I've no, I've seen a lot of people go in later in life and then that's just their fucking, you know, everything yeah. from there on out. So seeing someone go in and then seeing how fucked it is and stuff and then getting out, but then being like, but it's so fucked to a point where you need to make a point about it and like yeah. do the work knowing how going in as an adult and seeing how fucked it is, but wanting to stay there to a degree to be like, Hey, this is fucked up guys. Let's take a look at this is really awesome mm-hmm. is basically what I'm trying to say. So I commend you guys for that. I think uh, it's really fucking well, dope. Thank you. It Thanks. took a long time. I mean, I'm not fucking young and I got into the church when I was 
you know, 13 years old. And, and, um, so I think, uh, one of the benefits to that, that I think I, you know, that y'all experienced is I never had parents creating rules around the mm. Bible for me. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I yeah, yeah, yeah did I. you didn't, I mean, we would have like, or I would have weird rules that like probably came from the church, you know, like my mom told me I was Catholic and baptized because she like, went to the mission and dipped a gold crop in the water. Which, <laughs> now that I think about it, I think she totally fucking lied and just said that she did. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah. That is really interesting. Cause I always, I, we meet so many people that are like PKs uh, or like pastor kids or um, like missionary kids or had been in it from like, you know, like one of the hardest things is, is watching a really close friend of ours, battle through already having been deconstructed and like living with family that are like holding Bible studies uh, in their, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, yeah, and that's like a really big, a really, really big divide. It, so it is like another form of divorce. A lot of D words. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of D. A lot of but, D. I think we just I, found our, I, our title for the episode. A lot of D. <laughs> a lot uh, of D. I, there's a lot of that going on. Uh, I see. Uh, I go on like a lot of the Facebook uh, ex evangelical pages and Reddit and stuff like that. And there's a lot of people today that are um, in a certain age group that are stuck at home or had to move back home with their evangelical parents. Yeah. And they're forced to do the things that they have to do to have a place to live, yeah. which a transactional relationship with your parents is fucked up to begin with. Yeah. Um, but it's it common. Be, yeah, it's common. And I think that people like you and, and us and others give a valuable uh, avenue for those people that don't have uh, friends or people to, you know, to look out for them or to talk to. Something so, to connect yeah. to. It, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's commendable. And I, I think we do something every day. And one of the reasons why I wanted to interview you guys is that I your heart's in the right place, even oh. though you're very sarcastic about it, because I love sarcasm. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's the one thing the church taught me uh, <laughs> yeah. To, yeah. to hide my anger is just to be sarcastic. Totally. Um, so, <laughs> uh, but uh, Donovan, did you? I know you had questions. I think I burnt through all mine, unless something else. Oh comes no, up. I was going to ask you guys if there was uh, any specific like verses that you guys had planned that you haven't done yet, or do you not want to talk about it to like keep it a surprise? You know, we. Um, I mean, it's no. There's no surprise. We just find fucked up verses, and like it, it really is like. Um, if you, we do a lot of lives where we write the songs on lives, and they, they, they seriously, they're, they're so formulaic that we write them in like minutes. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not <laughs> like we spend more time rehearsing the performance than we do writing the song. It's um, fucking great every time you guys do. I've had to. I've had to skip some of your guys' videos because it's honestly triggering how. Fun fucking yeah. soul touching it gets sometimes like i'm just like jamming i'm like this is so fucking dope look at this is so funny and then i'm just like oh fuck oh swipe yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i'll say i've yeah. never been more proud in my life than someone like because we put so many tiny details mm-hmm. in the songs that like yeah people like don't, the like, here we go and all the fucking yells and shit yeah, yeah but even beyond that <laughs> uh, we recorded the ezekiel verse the and she lusted after her lovers um the donkey dick song yeah. And um, 
if you listen to the song, if you listen to the recording, the I went through probably an hour of donkeys having sex to find one in the key of the song that I could put into the fucking song. So, I do have a question. Was it like a brilliant. picture on YouTube with like a sound or was it like an actual video of the act of donkeys? I think it, the search got a little weird. Um, it was on Farm Hub. No did you go on the road? By me. I just and like, did it. you go to the zoo to like just wait? <laughs> no, this I went. You know, I went, he I held auditions. <laughs> He's like, "Where are my Sopranos?" All right, how, how messed up was your know? algorithm after that? Wait, try and try and put it only halfway in because that was in G. <laughs> <laughs> we lost it. Next, bring the next one quick. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like two pump chump over there. God Thanks a lot. Danny, you yeah. recording? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I know. I, I went through a lot of uh, videos uh, on YouTube, and That's I was awesome. in the other room, and I could hear it, and like I knew what was going on. But like, it is a funny thing to just like be in the other room to hear that. <laughs> That's so fucking. Good. I love the attention to detail like that. We <clears throat> we just. Uh, uh, we're adding some new sound effects to like segments and shit. And like, I was going through a bunch of different, uh, you know, uh, horns and trumpets to find a good revelation chime for our fucking. Yeah. Show. Oh, so yeah. I totally get it. My wife comes upstairs. She was like freaking out. Cause the all night it was just <laughs> really. Fun. Meanwhile, you're in the corner, just crying yeah. with your trigger on the ground. The whole time. Like, take me. God, we, all the clothes we, had, there. Uh, we had an experience the other day where we were, so we teach music. We run a music Academy and we have parents we teach a lot of kids and we have a lot of parents mm-hmm. that will drop their kids off here. And we were in here like rehearsing a song. And a lot of times we'll do these Holy spirit breakout moments. We're not recording this. This is just us fucking around. And, um, and so we're in here like totally vibing out going like something like, we want to lick buttholes or, you know, like we're just you know, like, like we're, we're like singing butthole liquor over and over again. And then we realize like, Oh shit. One of our students is here <laughs> with their phone up filming it. Yeah. Or, or the other day, like Presley was teaching and no joke, one of the notes popped up and it was like a, a bit that I was writing for, for, Pastor Tristan, who's a it total wasn't in douche. Notes, which I think makes it look even worse. Yeah, it was just in my personal notes, and it says like it was like kill. What was it? Um, it was like we kill our. Oh, children. oh, praise the one who killed my kids and like or dashed them on the, the rocks. Yeah, yeah, the Psalms one where yeah. praise the one who dashes their children's the infants' heads against the rocks. Yeah, and, and I, it was a new dope. student, and I, I like I it, it was. Like, I think it took me at least 45 seconds to figure out what was happening. It was a moment (laughs) of, like, me wanting to be like, get that off the fucking screen. Like, in my head, I'm like, fuck, that's me. And I'm like, which Google tab is it on? I would have rather it, like, been one one of my, like, a naked one of my. I don't have <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, plugging my OnlyFans here. But um, 
Like I much would have rather had a naked picture of me show up because that's easier to explain. Wait, really? Yes, to this. But you could have been that per- that student's first time seeing a peepee. Okay, I'm not talking about the student's perspective. No, but I'm talking what about I'm the saying, parents. Yeah. Perspective. I know. But Leave what? the student out of this. It has nothing to do with this. All I'm saying is, I feel like the text is way better than that. You're ding dong out. I think there's valid. Points to both. Monitor. No, she's right. She's. You're. You're right. right. (laughs) I'm not gonna take any offense to this. So, what's the what's the goal of your church on its knees? Church on your knees. Each on your church on your knees. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, the the goal honestly is to. Well, fuck with people. I mean, okay. that's, that's, yeah. I mean, Hell that's yeah. rad. Hell yeah. Um, you know, so that, that, I mean, really though, there's a bit, a bit of rebellion in this mm-hmm. for us personally, um, yeah. after, after being in, in this kind of system for so long and, and having it damage us personally. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so there is like a personal vendetta there. I'm not going to lie about that. Um, but that's not what really drives it. What drives it is we like holding up a light to this book that people use to harm people. And, mm-hmm. and so it's got to feel really uncomfortable being a Christian and, and hearing us sing these songs. And, not, and we're not really giving context to them. Um, we're just kind of fucking around. And so people, it's a really hard thing to challenge. It is because we're just yeah. singing the songs out of your book. And and so it's really part of it is um, protest for the LGBTQIA community. Huge mm-hmm. part of that. It, it says, mm-hmm. I'm sorry to the LGBTQIA community for being a part of a, a system that oppressed you for so long. So the BIPOC I, community. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we, we feel like there's a bit of uh, um kind of we're undoing some of the shit that we did and on another note we there are so many other people brilliant creators that know way more about like our doctors in the theology right and they like they can give us the scripture and the background and all of that and we're the ones that we're happy to be entertainers and we have no shame in that mm-hmm. because there's got to be room for laughter and just having fun yeah. and mm-hmm. and to be able to just experience like this style of music to something that's funny it's like why we like bo burnham like it's just fun yeah, yeah. and yeah. we're totally yeah. okay with it's not even an admittance we're just like we're not trying to hide anything um but Mm -hmm. we also do think that if there is a jesus and a god and a trinity that they would think our songs are funny (laughs) absolutely no that's like if we have and it sounds so like hippie-ish but it's like why would we have a sense of humor and god wouldn't then wasn't it just Mm You know, yeah. wasn't there a yeah, Kevin I, Smith quote where he said, uh, God definitely has a sense of humor. Look at the platypus. <laughs> yeah, no, I've said it a million times. Like it, if I'm a child of God and made in his image, then he must find some really fucked up shit funny because I sure do. Hello, my godless sodomites. Welcome. This is Chaz. This is something I've been debating ever since I wanted to start doing this podcast and I've wrestled with the idea of making money off of it 
There's something deeply dug within my wiring when it comes to money and beliefs that this is very unstable, uns unsettling, upsetting, and just weird for myself. Uh, add in a layer of asking money from people who have been outright abused by a system who demand, demanded and took their money adds more complexity to my feelings with all of this. It's been a topic I've gone over in therapy a number of times, but with that being said and being fair to my co-hosts, we are putting uh, much more time into this podcast than we ever dreamt we would. I always thought we would only get like five listeners, and this has gone well and above what I ever dreamed would happen. So with that, we are opening up a Patreon and some rewards that come with it. My main goal is to get $15 a month so I don't have to pay for Zoom anymore, but we came to a decision that the only way we would be okay with this is if we tithe the money, and with that, that's going to be support and charity to someone, but we will get into that in one minute. Now, these are the tiers. Oh, what are they? Salty. Join the only blue singing songbook without a sexual assault record that we're aware of. With your $3 donation, you'll get a shout-out and a blessing by Chrissy. Superbook. As you open the Superbook, an ancient Bible, with your $5 a month, you'll be transported onto the show and Chrissy will give you a shout-out and a special blessing. You will also get access to any bonus content we may do, like Christ Watch episodes, where we will talk about current events and the church. Access to different playlists we are going to make, including original music from me and the music used on the show. Also, I might continue using this weird voice where I sound like an announcer from a Walt Disney VHS. Oh, the savings. McGee and me, with your $7 of most holy monthly support, you and that schizophrenic teenager that saw a cartoon running around get everything contained within the Superbook level. Exactly, Chrissy. We are also going to do a monthly group chat meeting with anyone on this level and the level above. Exactly, Chrissy. We can talk, have our own cool church, we can vent, answer questions, give support, and more. The more is probably going to include some pretty dope memes, my friends. Exactly, Chrissy. You also get an extra special shout-out on the podcast. Exactly, Chrissy. You know what else we're going to throw in there? A randomly generated biblical avatar. That's right, my friends. Exactly. And Donovan will make one of his famous special photoshops of your randomly assigned biblical avatar. Ex That's amazing. You can't afford not to subscribe to our content. Vegetating. What do I do with your $10 monthly gift? Larry and Bob will personally come to your house and help you find your goddamn hairbrush. Wow! You'll also get access to all the blessings contained in the other levels below your exalted feet. You know what else we're going to give you? That's right. Swag! Buttons, stickers, patches, and eventually a t-shirt, all sent to you as part of our gratitude for your monthly contribution. The most important blessing contained within this tier is the title of Church Treasure. Each month, our podcast will donate, or tithe if you're an OG, to a charity suggested by our church treasures. We hope that you'll suggest local charities or charities that have a special meaning for you. Then we'll announce the charity we have chosen once a month on the podcast. 
Cool, right? Exactly, Chrissy. And with that, I'll say, peace be with you. And with your spirit. And everybody say... All right, Chrissy, I think we should wrap this up because right now Jazz is starting to seem like he's really irritated. Too true, Donovan. Yeah, I know, dude. Too true, Donovan. That's why I'm trying to wrap it up so we can get... Too true, Donovan. Look, I know you're stressed out. Please. Abso-fucking-lutely. Why? Abso-fucking-lutely. I know, but why? Absolutely. I heard you. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Jazz, are you mad? Absolutely. I, I really think we've all been led astray by this book and I don't know I my beliefs change every day but maybe there's something out there and but I don't know if li- finding it is through that book I think there's other ways mm. to live into or find this presence whatever it is yeah it's like yeah. evidence is so, so let me interesting. yeah let me tell you about my friend Jesus that's actually we're this is this was a Trojan horse we want to no I'm just kidding we do that to each other like every week so it's all good <laughs> now that we have you and you trust us I was once on tour with this band and he this guy like was like come into my bus and we went into his bus he's like do you want to do some cocaine and I'm like no I'm good man this was when I was like a good Christian boy so you boy. did go to the bus with him but I did I did he's like well he he got me with you want to watch oasis videos and smoke some weed and and do some coke and i was like i'll go hang out with you thinking like maybe this is my opportunity to tell him about jesus and like he does a couple lines of coke and then he goes hey i brought you in here because i want to tell you about my friend jesus and no joke starts fucking witnessing to me but you were like the bible i'm already saved did you have a saved party it was weird it got weird i'm not gonna lie oh man yeah dude i'm I'm already a christian i'm actually a pastor at a church and blah 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 (laughs) I I thought you were going to be like, let me tell you about Jesus. And he's so high that he just starts buying into everything. No, he got high and told me about Jesus. (laughs) That's the best turn. Oh, man. Saved me right there. That's my testimony. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I kind of mean this in seriousness, but do you do you. Do you guys realize or grasp the empowerment that you give to people through the songs that you do of just people going back and, and going through the the verses again and, and maybe finding or deconstruction deconstructing what they learned before and being like, well, that verse is really fucked up. Like, why did I ever think that was about faith when it was about something else? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think we kind of, we didn't. Not to make your thing so serious or no, anything. I, I love. Uh, not, this, I yeah. love this question. Yeah, me because too. Because it's actually a really good question, um, and yeah. one that I, I I think about a lot. Okay. Um, we did this, no joke, to to get laughs. The first time we did it, mm-hmm. it yeah. was it was to to make people laugh. It was to fuck with the church a little bit. It was to play with a verse that I always thought was funny. Um, yeah, like we already knew it. It wasn't even like, let's find a verse. Yeah, it was like something that lived in my head that I was like, it'd be funny to do this, you know? Um, and wow, what it, the impact, like legit, like I know that's a weird christian word to use, but like <laughs> it, it was a mix of like so many people mad at us, which I'm like, okay, we're doing something. Yeah. Right. <laughs> a mix of like, oh my God, you have no idea that this is healing my religious trauma, which I had no idea that would, I thought maybe people would just like laugh at it. We thought people would be like, or I thought people wouldn't get it. Or a lot of people do think we're being serious. Yeah. 
It was so, so we have had just an outpouring of comments of like, and, and private messages and mm-hmm. like of people just like, Hey, this has been healing my religious trauma. That's amazing. And we had to go, Holy shit. It's healing ours too. Like this, this mm-hmm. is like, I mean, Oh my God. I, I, led worship my whole life, like my whole adult life. That's really, that's crazy. 20 years I spent leading worship to have, to not, to just not do that anymore. And to not believe in that anymore to, to like, honestly, I mean, she was there the moment I said, I don't think I'm ever going to do music again because I was so hurt by the church. Mm. And, um, and we're, I'm still using my gift. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. it's, it, nothing has changed. It, it's like we we picked up where where we left off in a sense, and it feels the same. We still get the same emotion, the same kind of rush. It's fun. We do these worship nights where people come in, and and the, and here's what we find is like it, it's funny on the surface. It's all really funny, but people are having a really cool experience. Like in the comment section of our worship night, we call it cry night. Um, uh-huh. You know, we're singing like, you know, um, <clears throat> no man with crushed genitals can, you know, enter the, in the most beautiful <laughs> way. And the comments, if you read through them, people are like, they're, they're letting it out. They're saying like, yeah, f- you know, come all over me, God. And it's funny, right? <laughs> yeah. but, Sky but daddy. Beyond that. <laughs> it's a place where they're like having something that's familiar that they're so used to. I mean, think about it. You go to church, you sit next to someone, mm-hmm. you're sitting next to people, your whole life singing songs out and suddenly that's gone from you. You know? Yeah. Like people, I never expected, we never expected people to have that reaction to it. And it's a beautiful thing. So we've kind of been along yeah. with that on that journey as well with everyone of like, the unraveling of kind of the importance of this, not saying like what we're doing is so profound and important, but it's, I mean, it's having a a cool, it's having a cool impact on people and that's rad. Yeah. And I was just going to add to like the empowerment, like it, yes, a lot of what he was saying, but also just realizing having an eye-opening experience of how many there's different tiers of creation that happens on social media so like even just specifically in tiktok and we didn't realize that there are people waiting for people like y'all's podcasts and your tiktoks and ours so they can do their content like we are like funneling into their creation and it's not like i you know not looking at as like stealing or like it's amazing it's incredible it's so yeah, cool. it's just like being able, almost like I guess if we could be like content farmers, and it's we get to go to like yeah. a farmers market, and all of our friends get to come and make content and mm. and do things that we never thought of. So that's been like probably one of the biggest things. Um, because I'll be honest, I'm terrible at social media. Um, which it seems like it should be the opposite, just based on kind of like stereotypes here, but like. I will like leave my phone when I go on a hike in like the redwoods with no service. And I'm like, I don't know. I guess I'll be back like before the sun sets, you know, and they're all die, get trafficked or eaten by a bear. And I'm like, I found a dandelion patch, you know, like in terms of, I don't see a lot of the hate and like the management. I know it's there. Yeah. Um, I deal with that. He deals with all of that. And so for, me like i it's nice to be able to hear like all these relationships that joshua's created 
with so many people and relating on it in such a deep level. So it's been really cool to see that level of empowerment. Like you're asking initially. Yeah. It's giving Um, us community too. Like we're benefiting from it greatly. Like we, like, yeah, I met a guy who I was on warp tour with, um, he, he was in vendetta red. Do you remember that band? Yeah. We were like on tour together. Didn't know each other, both like trying to be good virgin boys like not you know like <laughs> feeling the pressure from our churches that we were missionaries sent out to be you know in these rock concerts uh-huh. and like we never knew each other like we never met until a couple months ago and now we're like best friends it's wow, incredible like amazing. like never in my life did i expect to to meet someone with such a unique weird experience and it's the power yeah community yeah I would say the the thing that I've found the most of like our comments, the messages, uh, is the the lack of community that people have been missing out on, and you you nailed it. Where you've been doing this your whole life, and then you don't have it anymore. Yeah. Um, it, you're you're left out in a world where you had your Sunday mapped out, and you don't understand what you're doing with your life now because yeah. Sunday's all out of whack. Yeah. You know, all your so, life choices uh, now have to change. Oh yeah, every everything yeah. changes, and just having that spot to say, "Come on, me, God," while you play your music, is an outlet for somebody to have that community yeah. again, but also laugh about it at the same oh, yeah, time. Yeah, we realize something. Valuable. Totally. Like, when else are you yeah. gonna say like, "Come on, me, Sky Daddy"? <laughs> like that's not yeah. like a normal workplace joke. Yeah, no, but like, but it also like to kind of, kind of to what you're saying. Um, that's really cool. Like, people, so we, there's a, we're idiots. Like, we're bold enough and dumb enough to, to make these terrible songs and put them online, right? Like, I mean, there's, there's got to be a little bit of a screw loose in us to do this. Um, but what, or, or just like a boldness for us to do this, but, but people, we're allowing other people to play a character as well and flush out some of their religious traumas. So if you like read through oh, our yeah. comments a lot, like it's especially on the videos from Tristan Sage, like I take on the character of Tristan in the comments and, you know, someone will be like, you know, this song is so funny to me. And I'll say like, turn or burn. Like this is idol worship, you know, like <laughs> and I'm, I'm a total like dick to people in the comments, but it's allowed people to take on their own church persona mm-hmm. And use that in the comments as well. And yeah, or tell their stories. Or tell their stories. And so it's it's like a really kind of cool I I'm afraid to fuck it up. <laughs> like it's, no, like it's man. So yeah, no, no, right it. now. It's so yeah. neat. It, like I need is such a weird word to say, but it, it's like it's exciting. It's fun. We're we're we feel very fortunate for it. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm in the I'm in a very weird similar position too, because I started about a couple of months ago, I started doing a, like an impression of Pat Robertson, like yes. really fucked up version of it. And people have started to like it. So now I do the same thing, but as a perverted Pat Robertson, like on Instagram, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's really weird, but it's, it's amazing. But it's giving me that outlet that you're talking about, but I get to take it to like an 11 where I'm like, Hey, what's up? Shakshi? And all this fucking it. weird stuff. It's great. Stuff. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> and the funny thing is like, we're the material that we're, we're getting the material from people we fucking lived with. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> you fantastic. know what I mean? Like we're not really having to write a lot of this shit. Like that's also another funny thing about the characters of Tristan and Sage mm-hmm. here is um, Presley said this and it's so brilliant. Um, 
Presley is sage, by the way. And it gets confusing. Um, <laughs> Presley said this. Um, she she said, you know, because I struggle with the character of Tristan. I've never been like a dickhead douche guy. Like I, it's true. I'm like, God damn it, Tristan, be a dick. But she <laughs> has had to be sage in her life. It's really, so she actually writes uh, the character of Tristan because I I don't. It feels weird. I know. I feel like I need a spray bottle where he's like, May I? <laughs> Be a dick. Would it be? be a dick. I'll, I'll tell you what. I think we would be like the <laughs> most famous thing in the world if if legit like our genders were reversed. Like because she is she would play Tristan way better. But maybe I wouldn't me. because I wouldn't know. Maybe that would maybe. be an interesting little thing to try because I about I bet no one's done that before. That's true. That'd be fucking and hilarious. If, if Gwen if Gwen Shamblin can lead her own church, <laughs> I, I I think you could do it too. It's it's not that hard. It's true. Things really worked out for her, so yeah. <laughs> I mean, airplane outside of it, it's yeah. it, it turned out pretty you well. Know, she's still, she's still flying into the arms of God, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chrissy, did you have any questions before uh, we start to wrap it up? Um, what do you, do you mind sharing which private Christian college you went to? Oh yeah, no. Um, I I go back and forth because I have so much like respect and love for so many of the educators there that I never yeah. want like anything to happen to them, you know. God forbid. But I did go to Azusa Pacific University. Oh my gosh, I went did to you? Vanguard University. Oh, Vanguard, no way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I wearing my. Oh no, I was like, I was wearing a Vanguard shirt, but it's a different Vanguard. Never mind. Um, yeah, it was. Did you have to go to chapel? Oh. Yeah, three times a week. Yes. Did Same. you did you cry during worship? Of course. You were a crier. Yeah. What was your it song? Was. What was your song? What was your what was the one that just? Lord, died? I lift your name on high. Oh, really? Aww. That's everybody's. <laughs> that was mine too. I would love to sing his praises. Uh, that song. Okay. I have a complicated. Can I just tell this story real quick? I have a complicated. Absolutely. Complicated. We don't. We don't have to wrap oh, up at all. I'm just. I, I was for this you. This song's a little triggery for me, but I. I can play this fucking ska version of this song. I could, you know, I can play whatever version of Lord, I lift your name on high. But the first time I ever saw people lifting their hands in worship was to Lord, I lift your name on high at this weird Foursquare conference that my girlfriend at the time dragged me to, and they had the power team there. And the power team who like rips the fucking Bibles. We, did. Bibles. we did a whole, <laughs> we did a whole episode on that. They ripped the phone book. Yeah. 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 Um, I said yeah. Bibles. I, that's uh, I wish. I wish, I wish they the, did. That's the deconstructed yeah. power team. <laughs> they ripped yeah. fucking Bibles in half. That's sick. That would be that's awesome. New, yeah. That's yeah. my new character. In, instead of baseball bats, they just break crosses <laughs> and everything. Yeah. Like that. So but they were playing Lord, I lift your name on high and I'm taking it all in. I had never been to anything like this and I'm seeing people lift their hands and worship and I'm going like, what the fuck? And the power team comes around me. Like they do, they were like walking around and they come around me and they're like, say hallelujah. And I was like, huh? And like, again, I'm new into the church. Like this is, I'm like, I'm wearing a fucking guar shirt. Like I am not, in. I, my shirt says when the shit hit the fan on it. Like I don't like it's a, you're a target. So, yeah. I, I, and so he's like, say hallelujah. And I was like, huh? And he's like, say hallelujah. And they just start yelling at me to the point where I got so scared and overwhelmed that I started fucking speaking in tongues. Legit. It was like, 
Yep, I started yep. screaming hallelujah. And then I started kind of mimicking what everyone else was doing. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, that was a whole, that was, so anytime I think of Lord, I lift your name on high, that the, the image of little me looking up at these scary fucking buff dudes pops into my head. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we did a, we did a whole episode on the power team and how crazy that they were. But the first time I heard that song, and the first time that it was played in my church was because of Promise Keepers, <laughs> because my church uh, went to Promise Keepers, and when they came back, th- we changed the whole entire like worship portion of our church oh. to where we started singing stuff like "Lord, I lift Your name on high," and then people started putting their hands yeah. in the air, which wasn't done before. So it was like overnight Promise Keepers kind of Whoa. changed that aspect and brought that song to the church I was in. And yeah, it kind of changed worship for me wow. at that, at that point. How so, long kind of after from... that did shout to the Lord? Like how, like when very soon so after it went right yeah, into shout would... to the Lord. And then did yep. you go from yep. shout to the Lord to better is one day? Is that, I don't even know that one. What What is the... that one? I left the, ch- I left the church in 2004. So uh, it's, it's been okay. a while, man. Better is one day. That was a bop. How's it go? What's the course sound like? <laughs> Better is one day in your court. Better is, is one day in your I mean, house. I can play the fucking song if you yeah, want. Hit it. Yeah. How lovely is your dwelling. I, I, these songs have burned into my fucking head, man. Oh, shit. That was that that had to come around after I had left. I don't remember that Lost one. That. But yeah, shout yeah. to the Lord. I remember that one. That one was got that the one that had the and lift up your voice. And was that that one? Yeah. I'm the shout to the Lord all the earth. Let us see. You wanna yeah. you, you wanna take a ride yeah. on the worship side? Yeah. There is a movie you've probably seen. Have you seen the movie? Um what's the Will Ferrell movie we like? The, Eurovision. The Eurovision. Oh, I fucking Netflix. love Eurovision. We love Husevic. Have, uh, haven't seen it yet. Oh, okay. we, won't, we, won't, we won't ruin anything for you other than listen to the song. Mm-hmm. And if I promise you, the, like the main, there's like a build up in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Listen, you it'll bring a tear to your eye. You will have a worship experience. And it's then the watch the live feeling. version with the children's choir. Yeah. I can it'll attest. do the same thing a Christmas pageant does. It's the same thing. <laughs> It's wow. amazing, and and they actually just talk about like specific notes being able to move you and shit in that movie too, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. we won't, without giving anything away, watch the movie because there is a buildup and there's something that happens in the song, much like a church would do, like a story that goes with the something in the song happens. Okay, okay. And it it every time I cry, it really it evokes a huge I didn't emotion. Think about that that way. Wow, dude, that's pretty. It, Wow, I'm gonna have to watch that again because I could totally fucking right? see that. That's crazy. Yeah, like if you, wow. you may have, yeah, yeah. that like I'm I'm Orange County. <laughs> we'll just over and over. What's that? I'm I'm really interested in the in the next couple of years that that we move forward in like mental in the mental health world because I think there's going to be a lot of studies that come out of the relationship of of well not just religious trauma but between what goes on mentally uh, with people with worship music when it comes to different other music. And I think it's going to open a lot of people to the reality of what's going on when you step inside a church. And as you 
shown of how it's structured in a certain way to do those certain things mm-hmm. um that i didn't really feel when i went to you know church where it's just hymns yeah but you go into a church where it's you know charismatic or uh more upbeat up tempo that it's a purpose purposeful thing um and it gets you get you coming back because it's addictive yeah. Um, it's the same reason that you go to punk shows and hardcore shows because part of it's there's something addictive about it. Um, the adrenaline, the you're all like when you know you're all there for the same band, yeah. As soon as like I met somebody that liked Andrew Bird, and I immediately was like, Oh, dude, like you're gonna be so you know, and similar, it's like you love Jesus too, like, dude, we're Jesus, we're Jesus, and you like coffee, (laughs) yeah. There is even a special bond too. Like when I when I hear someone's a hardcore kid or like an ex hardcore kid or whatever, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, we're good. Like, yeah, like there's good. just an unspoken bond already. Yeah, totally, that community. I mean, I, I really. Yeah. It was so bizarre to grow up in the church and in the hardcore scene at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like I saw it from yeah. both, and I was getting fed from both sides of it. It was incredible. It was mm-hmm. weird. Yeah, I, I, I think when it when I finally well, was in that church and then finally broke into the hardcore punk world, I was realizing that the stuff I was experiencing at church emotionally, I was getting that and even more from the punk and hardcore world. Um, and I'm just like, wow, the same experience that I'm having, I'm getting emotional over this band and i'm but i'm able to express anger i'm able to express my other feelings that aren't permitted within Mm. the church within this hardcore show that uh that i'm like there's something this isn't legit yeah like like this like this isn't legit because you're saying that i can't get it anywhere else but i can get it over here and there's more to it like uh and then there's more of a sense of community where you know people are talking about things that i actually Mm -hmm. agree with that the church wasn't, you know, uh, equality and, uh, you know, LGBTQ rights and everything. And I'm like, wow, there's more of a community. I want yeah. more of that. That kind of drove me away from the church or or didn't want me, didn't keep me sitting there in it for so long. Yeah. But it's kind of why I wanted to bring up the part of, of, of like the emotion that yeah. you felt, like comparing the two that like. I think hardcore and punk that I went to blew the other stuff yeah, away. Absolutely. Uh, but like, it's a different, but different, we had two different worlds though. So it's two different experiences where you were in the same time. And I was coming up where I'd never even seen anything like that before when I was just raised mm. in it. So it's, I love hearing yeah, that. You could have like trapped. <laughs> we totally could. Yeah. I, I, was, switched over the summer. I was raised in punk rock, basically. Like my uncle was yeah. um, in all these cool punk rock bands. He was in no use for a name. Uh, and oh, okay. and yeah. I grew up near Santa Cruz. So I grew up like knowing all like the fat records guys and, and mm-hmm. this kind of crew. And so it was like always, I honestly, the church stuff, I hid a lot in my life. Like I always felt like I was kind of nerdy. And so, um, like it was the other way around, right. (laughs) That hide, I had to hide all the punk rock stuff because the church people would think I was Satan. Well, ultimately (laughs) it's what led the church to like that about me is that I had this like edginess and they, they fucking love to use that. You know, they, they, I had a past, I had a story and they, 
They loved to exploit that. Remember how they had always liked to say things like, well, like, yeah, the punk rock stuff, but they're they're missing the Holy Spirit. So they're never like fully experiencing it. But you're like, I don't know, man, my face is pretty melted. <laughs> my, totally. My, my guts are pretty you're freaking like the original busted. punk rocker, right? Got a fucking Doc like, Martin like, footprint on my face and I full, feel like... great. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't, like you just said that and I'm like, I remember I saw this band um, striking distance and the lead singer was, they were singing a poison idea cover and I ran up to the front and the lead singer just kicked me right in the face. And like, I was like, this is one of the coolest things ever happened yeah. to me. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. And I'm like, and I was at church age and I'm like, I'm like, wow like this is what i want you know kick me in the face head yeah. more you know, oh it's the feeling. best feeling so, i remember i was doing a sing-along with at 25 to life you ever, you know that hardcore band? and <laughs> fucking rick i know rick rick life, yeah. uh yeah. dreadlock went in my fucking mouth and i'm like oh, oh but i'm gross. like oh but this is like do rock. i bite down or do i spit him out <laughs> oh my god I ran into the guy so many times because he uh, he used to set up merch tables. I, I'm in between. I used to live between Philadelphia and New York, and uh, he used to set up merch tables all oh, the time. Yeah. So like, I he would be like at every show, emo show, ska show, hardcore show, punk show. You yeah. know, three CDs for ten bucks. Hardcore. Yeah, totally. <laughs> oh God, Rick the I Life. Went. Anyway, uh, all right, we don't want to keep you so oh, all no, night. It's been so um, fun. Thank you for having yeah, us. Yeah, seriously. I. I yeah, love absolutely. this. You guys are great. Oh, um, yeah, same to you. It's been so fun. It feels that's the fun thing is like all these people. I'm like, dang it, why do all the cool people live far away? We, we, we feel like... we've yeah. never even met yet. We've been doing this almost a uh, year and a half now. We haven't even met in person yet. We met on a Facebook group no for parents wow. for, that listened to the last podcast on the left, and then he posted randomly like, "Any ex Christians in here?" And we were like. Uh, <laughs> oh, cool. oh, yeah no. you, I, I would have guessed y'all like y'all did life together friends. and friends no. and well and that's and... that's what i was gonna tag into no. the community thing you guys were talking about is like we kind of did the same thing we're like he just randomly asked if we had some stories and then we were like yeah and i thought literally it was just gonna be like oh we're just gonna fucking talk about some bullshit you know and sunday school and youth groups and we yeah. ended up fucking becoming pretty close friends and shit and now we got people messaging us same stuff you guys get where it's just like hey we didn't know people had these experiences and then i'm like no. i didn't fucking know either i thought i was yeah. the only one <laughs> yeah it's really cool it feels like a it feels like a movement it feels like we're part of a movement it feels special yeah it's, i think so i yep i am the pessimistic side of me is worried that this will go away soon you kind of i i get a little worried yeah. there's the deconstruction thing is a it's it's a weird thing because it's getting more popular and so you have you know more famous people talking about it we we really did try and be good people in the church like we really did and we yeah. i really thought you know i gave my life to it because i thought it was making a difference you know and, mm -hmm. and i realize now there's a lot of like mental games that i played um i the best one that sums it up and then i'll shut the fuck up because i can't <laughs> stop talking is like I, I thought that there was a demon in our church um mm. because i was leading worship and i could hear this sound this <clears throat> crazy sound it scared me i got the elders to come and like pray in the room and all this shit turns out it was our drummer he just fucking makes a weird noise when he's he plays drums and and i was just hearing it when i popped my in ear out and i never told anyone 
Dude, you could have been listening to like a feedback loop from the board. I know. Well, no, it like, was no, it was it was more than that. Somebody would have been it like, was, "Fuck with the But I never, I never, I never told anyone wow. that it wasn't real because in my mind, I thought ultimately it points people to God. Ultimately, someone's gonna be like, "Yeah, demons are scary, and I want to be close to God." And that, okay, that's. I'm not going to take away from that. And that's the justification. That's it. There's always a justification. Yeah, it's it's a weird mm-hmm. one. Yeah, so I hear anyways. you. Yeah. No, thank you. Um, Chrissy, anything else before we wrap up? Donovan? No, I am good. I had all my questions answered. I mean, awesome. if, you, uh, if, you, if you guys are open to it, it'd be dope to try to collaborate a song with you guys one day. It's I'm yeah. Me and Chad's been joking about writing uh, uh, some parodies of, uh, you know how they always do worship songs that are technically parodies? We want uh-huh. to do like just parodies of worship songs and make them secular. You know what I mean? Our hymnals, <laughs> even. I think that'd be oh, we think that'd be pretty funny. So okay, dope. that's really that's a great idea. I love that. Okay, like awesome sauce. The next evolution <laughs> of Tristan and Sage. Bogey you know? thinks it's crazy. <laughs> that's a great idea that we came up with, everyone. <laughs> You're trying to indoctrinate oh some more people. <laughs> oh, I've so, got one more question for you guys, really quick. Actually, it's for Bodie. Oh, why are you such a good boy? Look at you. Why are you so cute? There's a bogey voice. Do you want to fucking hear it? Yes, absolutely. I love hearing dog voices. There's a personality. I want you to know that this starts with children, and I am, I have gone, I, I'm hinged. I am not unhinged. Hi, my name is Bogey, and this is what my voice sounds like. Ask Bogey a question. Bogey's funny. (laughs) Chris, you had a question for Bogey. Why are you such a good boy, and how did you get so adorable? Uh, I tell you that I know my mom was beautiful, but I don't know who she is, so that's kind of a mystery. <laughs> but I can tell you that ever since I found our Lord and Savior, oh, Jesus. I really Shut felt, the fuck up, I felt <laughs> white as clean. He's always trying to witness to us. Oh, oh my, my God. God. That's amazing. I'm not. I'm just a cool guy. I'm your friend. <laughs> he's not religious. <laughs> he's spiritual. <laughs> that doesn't have to go anywhere. But um, yeah, the kids. I it, love it. Like it, I did it once, and it just I got like it's one of those things where you're off. stuck with with the kids forever. Mm-hmm. Which it's cute because I'm sure one day I'll do it, and they'll be like, "Shut up!" Like <laughs> we have two dogs, and they both, they, yeah. <laughs> we have two dogs, like, and they both have different voices. So yeah. Oh, yeah, our other uh, dog has another voice too. <laughs> so, uh, where can uh, where can everybody find you on all the platforms? Yeah, um, the the best way to find us is on TikTok. Um, we also have so at, at original influencer on our Instagram. It's stupid. It's at Cole Brewski, which is my fucking like. It's a whole thing. Um, that's like my childhood nickname and. It's, I didn't mean for it to be on that site. It's a whole thing. <laughs> well, now that you said it to me, I finally know what it is because I was trying to read it and I'm just like, cold beers, uh, whatever. I thought it was okay. something about cold beers. I'm looking at a license plate. I, I don't do anyone any favors. And I, yeah, I don't do well with other people's screen names. I butcher them all the time. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is what I was in the room. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we have, basically, if you go to our TikTok or our Instagram, you can find links to get to us. I mean, we, we do millions of things. We have another account that we run to um, called Garden Punks, where uh, it's all about a thing called apotherapy. We sting Presley with bees. That's a whole other fucking episode. Um, Whoa. <laughs> 
<laughs> she has chronic Lyme disease. We sting her with 11 bees three times a week down her spine. Um, we Whoa. we have a whole, that's the whole community we have on TikTok as well. Which is also partially why, like, you see a lot more of him, like, on these things. Okay. More of, like, oh, yeah, that'd be good. Or, like, don't say um, that. Or, <laughs> like... <laughs> Or I'm just like honestly like taking a nap because yeah. I don't feel good, but I'm doing a lot better. Yeah, I'm glad well, good. That. I'm I'll, I'll pray for you tonight. Oh, oh thank you. <laughs> Which welcome. that is part of my like whole like part of my like eye opening experience is just being sick and like being in a church environment, being sick, yeah. and then feeling like really getting to the point of like okay, I'm like doing something wrong, so I'm being punished. Like that kind of thought process, oh, and yeah, like instead yeah, of going to brutal. a hospital, Fuck. like I need. To pray like yeah. really that kind of faith just yeah. like not even paying attention to reality so Do you have another I, hour and a half to talk about this <laughs> yeah i would fucking love to talk to talk about this yeah, like can, that that's oh. can you guys can come we back keep you in mind if, if if we if we do a series on on like like sickness in the church Absolutely. oh my gosh please because i've got please. so much stuff that i it's like my whole it's her whole story. It's incredible. She thought she had demons. Like she, she yeah. thought she had demons. So we'll, uh, we'll let yeah. her. Yeah, I was. I was gonna say. I, I. Yeah, I was told I had demons for my depression and yeah, anxiety. So, so it's like. Yeah. Well, I just saw know. something online. Someone in a comment of one of ours was like trying to tell someone else that they're like Elijah was depressed and God cared for him, and I'm like, you fucking. Was that idiot. a he gets us thing? Elijah was depressed and. <laughs> I bet Job was pretty fucking depressed That's, too. That was my response. <laughs> was that it was really? Response. I swear to God, I, I gave two responses. I said, "Yeah, that I'm sure that Jesus telling John, no, you're gonna die in prison, uh, had zero to do with his mental health, or uh, Job, <laughs> you know, you know, completely fucking his whole life up for his little game, whatever." Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that would actually be a really funny, like, I don't know what it would be, but like trying to describe, like. A story in the Bible, but like as like vague, like just as you just did right now, as vague as you did. Yeah. yeah that's oh, just to sum up Job uh, without actually talking about it at all, because it's like yeah. one of the most fucked up things, especially teaching it to kids. I don't understand yeah. why the fuck we had to learn about that at all, except no, to be told no. like, hey, everything can be taken from you at a fucking glance, but you better be ready for it and okay with it. Mm-hmm. Weird shit, man. <laughs> but yes, if Wait a minute. Have, have definitely, definitely talk to this one about the being sick in church thing. Absolutely. Yeah, I'd love to. Uh, oh. You've had more about... hands laid on you than. Uh, oh, my gosh. Oh, I don't man. know how to finish that out. So. so that's part three. Thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate exactly. it. Um, one other question. what What's up with these, uh, you said, church nights that you guys do? Can you yeah, tell so everybody more about that? Because I think we, people will be interested in that too. We usually do uh, a live a live stream around like um, seven thirty on oh, Tuesdays, Tuesday nights. Um, we call them worship cry nights. Um, we we put them up on our our TikTok page, <clears throat> but they're pretty great. They're a lot of fun. We stay in character um, as Tristan and Sage, and we awesome. do a lot of fake praying. We do a lot of like a lot of chauvinistic shit, you know, Amazing. and you know just. Like just poking fun at what we used to do. Yeah, you, your yeah. your guys' uh, TikToks where you start off where you give her permission to speak. That was such a jarring thing the first time I saw it because I was like, "This is real, isn't it?" <laughs> well, I, and that's the thing is like it. I it really like 
uh, frustrates people but it's like they're like you don't know anything about being in a church and it's like oh, we man. got that That's... from being in a church verbatim yeah, yeah. Totally. That's the only reason we learned why it from watching you yes. <laughs> yes, yes. chrissy is there something to be said yeah. about uh role play therapy <laughs> uh, we, should, we should bang as tristan and sage let's do it you guys might end up falling back into the I'm church. I'm trying to work past shame. <laughs> All right, oh. we got 10 more years. <laughs> Don't look at me. I'm going to lock the door when I shower. <laughs> 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 I'm on the floor now. Okay. I make sure I never take off my towel. I'm going like, to start uh, crocheting and like going to a Bible study again. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again very much. We, we, honestly love having you on uh and we hope to do it again soon hell yeah um, oh, we will for the mental yeah. health yeah absolutely thanks everybody for uh listening again we really appreciate it email us at uh xcompod at gmail.com uh find us on all your places where you listen to podcasts rate review subscribe you can follow me at uh chaz x cure or 17 underscore seconds on instagram you can listen to my other podcast the holy hour uh where Gavin and I talk all things cure related. That's the band, the cure. And, um, you can, uh, yeah, I think that's it on my side. Donovan, do you have a hot take for us? Uh, I actually want to use my hot take today and revisit an old one to see their opinion on this. What is your guys's take on meatloaf? The singer. Oh, I as, loved a, him in fight, as a musician, I loved him in Fight Club. I loved him in Fight Club. That's that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> that's really I disappointing. Mean, <laughs> I, I would do anything for love. We were talking about songs being eight minutes long, and I'm like, he's got to be a Meatloaf fan. <laughs> uh, Donovan's not... just trying to find his Meatloaf like soul partner, yeah, man. and it still buddy. hasn't happened yet. He's trying to find his meat buddy. buddy. My yeah, wife hates meat him. Buddy. Sucks. Will you be I my know. Meatloaf friend? I can't. It's like it's similar to like smelling your own fart. You just can't stop. You know? Yeah, man. That's a very it good way just, to put it. You are a freaking poet. That's the perfect way to put it. I love no, it's not bad or good. I just like I definitely I found myself I've like watched every single Meatloaf video on live performance. Like anytime he had been with Celine Dion does something to me. Or share like fucking share a meatloaf, bro. Come on. Anytime there's yeah, a meatloaf there's... song I think it's awesome. Chrissy, let's log off. Anything with horns. Just leave them be. If there is horns in a song, I get fucking pumped. <laughs> is this off the record. Here? That's what I'm saying because like <laughs> just like the... put your hands up and back away slowly. <laughs> Horns, bro. See, that's the thing about horns is nobody knows they need horns, but everybody needs horns. The only band that's acceptable to have horns is Rocket from the Crypt, in my opinion. And so Snarky fuck Puppy. Off else. Oh, yeah, well. Oh, oh I'm sorry. This is Mighty Mighty Boss Tones Erasure. No, we right cannot. Now. Do you know Dickie Barrett's a piece of shit now? Yeah, we all is. know yeah, that, yeah. but, you know, the impression that I get from that is that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> knock on wood, you know what I mean? <laughs> Chrissy, do you have anything else before before we go? <laughs> no? Okay. okay. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Peace be with you. And with your spirit. And everybody say. I like my looks. I like my personality. Stoked for our friendship. He's trying.